Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Before we get into like the meat of today's episode, we got to let y'all know that we sold out of the New York City show, y'all. Sold out, baby. Complete max capacity. No more things. Like, you know how concerts, they be having like standing rooms and stuff. Mm -hmm. We ain't got no standing rooms. Mm -hmm. So the people that RSVP, can't wait to see y'all, but there's no other people coming. And we got some surprises for y'all. Yeah. Is it really a surprise? Because Derek put it up on Snap. No, so fans didn't. that no, follow him on no, Snap. He yes, he no, did. He she sure no, did. He, he, would not, he wouldn't do something stupid like that. <laughs> no way in hell. This intelligent guy would do something stupid like that. And Derek say it ain't so. It ain't happen. <laughs> okay. All right. If Derek said it didn't happen, it didn't happen. But uh, I'd recommend looking at a Snapchat story when the show is Why, over. Why, though? Why what? Why? You know, I was talking to Mike about it, and we we don't want to spoil it for everybody because I know everybody that's watching this don't have Derek at it, so they don't know what's happening. But Derek is the type of person that loves those type of things, and to have one with his name on it probably geeked him the hell up. <laughs> Think about what he's wearing right now. I know a Jimmy Butler shirt. Yep, I was excited. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> New York City, we can't wait to see you. We count down the days. It's like literally like seven days now. That ain't even. And we'll be there. That's not even your official one. Nope. That was a mock-up. That was a first draft. Yeah, change the thing. The number. I didn't ask him to change nothing. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. What happened? You literally asked him to change it. What did I ask him to change? We'll talk about it after the show. But you did. You did. Foe. Foe. You asked Foe. Oh, I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yo, 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 That wasn't. Shout out to the house of highlight people. They really hooking us up for when we come to New York. We cannot wait to meet y'all. Respect. Everybody that's involved. But okay, now let's get to the show. I got a rant. Every once in a while, we start off these shows with a pet peeve that's been going on around the league or on NBA Twitter, Instagram, whatever. My pet peeve right now is you NBA statistic geeks. All right. Like, statistics are great because they are a very important part of sports. But for the people that only look at statistics and not using the eye test, you blow my mind. Prime example. The reason why this is on my mind right now is because Manu Ginobili retired about a week ago now. Honestly, we didn't even talk about it on the show for some reason. We gave him his love. We did? Okay. And there was a guy on Twitter that, that hit me up saying, Kenny, Manu Ginobili is not a Hall of Famer. Hmm? Yes, yes. I seen something on Twitter. It said Manu He said, now we putting bench players, giving them Hall of Fame inductees. Did you block them? No. Because that's a block thing. Because there are plenty of, of bench bench players. First of all, Manu's not a bench player because he, yeah. he could have started his entire career. <laughs> he literally could have started his entire career, but he enjoyed coming off the bench. But here's, here was the guy's reasoning for Manu Ginobili not being a Hall of Famer. Manu never averaged 20 points per game. True, right? That's, that's, that is true. Manjinobili was, was pretty, only a, He was close. He averaged 19.5. I had to look it up. Yeah. So. <laughs> Manjinobili is only a two-time All-Star, which is that's true. solid. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, Joe Johnson has more all-time points than Manjinobili, which is true. But... That doesn't take into effect uh, everything that Manu did, A, for the game, and B, for a team. And the whole argument, guess what he ain't mentioned? What? The four rings that he got. <laughs> and his whole argument, guess what else he didn't mention? That though Manu did not average over 20 points per game in his career, he never averaged 30 minutes played. <laughs> He still closed. He still closed out games. Yes. Every, every game. Manu is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but if you look at statistics, it may not say that. And that's why I think that twenty years from now, 
he may be one of those players that are overlooked or not really thought about much because he wasn't a statistics guy. But there appears a time in Manu's career where he could have went out and played for almost any other team and averaged over 20 as a star player because mm-hmm. that's how much talent he had. Manu Ginobili valued two things that was winning in his brotherhood in San Antonio. First Battle Hall of Famer, you NBA stat nerds need to really look at the full picture and actually watch some ball. Those stats people never play basketball. They never played or watched. Like, it's literally like, oh, how many points he had tonight? What's his PP? Wait, what is that? What's what, just some advanced stuff? I've been saying people say crazy. That's like when they talk about Kobe and everybody I always mention his efficiency. Yeah. yeah. I've never been on a basketball court, and I've never played or played with a person who cared about that. I've never played with a dude who said, yo, damn, I just missed seven shots. I'm shooting, uh, shooting 29%. Oh, but I need to be more like nobody care. Of course, you want to have the best stats in the world, but like when you're in a moment, nobody nobody care. But Manu is the best player to come for. He come from Ooh. Argentina, and then we got to think about the Hall of Fame is also a basketball Hall of Fame, not an NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, so women championship a, a women just got him and, and uh, inducted too. Euro League champion, Euro League MVP. Three gold, th- I think three gold medals, two bronze medals, two silver medals. The guy's the first battle Hall of Fame. Yeah, his resume is definitely long. Big question right here. Manu Ginobili never averaged five assists, which is another one of his big time stat things. But will we all agree that Manu was one of the best passers yeah. we've ever seen? Yeah, yeah. I, it was pretty close to five assists, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like he averaged four point nine four yeah, years. He, he was a really, everything he was a really in solid playmaker. Con- everything in his context. Yes. No San Antonio Spurs players ever really going. I think Tony Parker did because he was the he was the point guard. And what did he average at his most? Six, seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah like was, seven, I think. Yeah, he wasn't like, you know what I mean? Nobody's ever going to go there. But, but even like that's why that's why I, just, I thought Kawhi Leonard assists would go up because he's going to be out of that ball making. Can somebody name me a ball dominant Spurs player? Nope. None. It's too much Too much going on. It's too much going on for one guy to control the offense completely. It's just too much. Nobody might live on. Greater than we think. Though. He could have played this yeah. year and still I been think, effective. Uh, yep, James Harden, if he never got traded, could be a James, could be Manu, or b- vice versa. Right, if exactly. Manu would have went to his own team, he could have been That's James Harden. Manu might live on a lot stronger than we think because he'll have that argument. Yeah. And defensively, he had it too. People yeah. sleep on that. There, you remember that that's block a great he had point. On James Harden, <laughs> yeah, which like maybe two years ago. That was a serious clinching block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. serious clinching block. Manu was a pretty decent defender, and that we talk about. He's basically in his prime. Yeah, very athletic. He caught bodies. He, he, he has sneaky. Still, he he has sneaky athleticism. Like yep, mid thirties still did. And then he brought a, a move over to the league, and, be, and it became popular because of him. The Euro step. Manu's Noble's first ballot Hall of Famer. Stat nurse Watson. I mean, I'm, oh, he didn't, maybe he didn't bring it over, but he definitely popularized it, right? Yeah. Definitely popularized it. He perfected it. it. Yes. He's the one that made it to what it is today. And now you got James Harden taking six steps, but making it a Euro step, you know. But that's, that was my rant. Shout out to James Harden. Let's, while we on the subject of Hall of Fame, let's talk about the Hall of Fame inductees from a few nights. Here are the notable guys. Ray Allen, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Um, Grant Hill, Mo Cheeks, those are the notable NBA players. There was also a WNBA player that got inducted, but those are the notable NBA players, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out Mo Cheeks. Mo Cheeks. What are some of y'all favorite memories for one of these players or so? I guess the easy one would be the Ray Allen step back in the corner in San Antonio. I don't, I don't even want to think about it. We, I was rooting <laughs> against them too, so yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, it may not be my favorite, but it's definitely one of the most memorable moments in sports history. Hey, one thing about Ray Allen, he always reminds me of our uncle, Nuki. 
Is it the ball head? Yeah. Okay. The ball head. <laughs> the ball head. Like, yeah. Um, Jason Kidd, series against the Heat. With um, Dallas? Yeah. yeah. I just remember Jason Kidd. Like, my memory of him is not, is like, the uh, the the Nets teams that mm-hmm. used to play against the Lakers led them to a championship game because like they twice twice yeah and that team was like all right you know what I mean it wasn't no and they won I think they won forty eight forty nine games and made it to a championship in the East so mm-hmm. like that that playoff ramp up that they did was incredible because they were not projected to be that I just like the argument of Jason Kidd versus Nash. I love it. Who y'all taking? I think I'm, it's, taking, I'm, I'm taking Jason. I'm Kidd. taking Jason Kidd. I think it comes down to preference, really, right? It really, well, really, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it could. They I'm both were pretty good shooters. I'm taking Jason. Late in his career, Jason, Jason Kidd became Kidd. a shooter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd probably go Nash. I'm taking Jason Kidd. It depends on what I have around him. Yes, that that's a big caveat when it comes to these point guards. These because they're both facilitated first point guards too. Yeah. Um, but Steve Nash had yeah, better Steve, scoring yeah. ability. Yeah, he did. That's why. That's why I personally went with him because uh, though he didn't take many shots, he wasn't like a sh- score very first guy. Efficient. But if your other, your others was was struggling, he could pick it up. For mm-hmm. And that's why those Phoenix Suns teams were so decent. I don't want to really say that good because they didn't, <laughs> they didn't win anything, but like they were pretty decent. Yeah, they was, yeah. they, was, they was good as hell in the regular, so regular gonna, season. So are we going to say that about the Rockets if they don't win anything? Like they yeah, were pretty. They were the, decent. What's the, what's the common denominator with those two teams there? They made it to the conference Mike finals. Mike D'Antoni, yeah. Yeah, there you go, Mike D'Antoni. I was about yeah. to say they made it to the conference finals, but never went further. Mike right. D'Antoni. Yeah. Um, Here goes a, here's a quote Grand from Hill. Ray Allen. Shouts out to Grand Hill. Uh, Grand Hill. I don't have any memories of Grand Hill because that was a little yeah. before my time, it seemed like. I don't have any, like, yeah. live I memories. Really, I, don't, I never really I never really watched him. Yeah, that dude. I know, I know he, he, he had talent. He was looked at to be the, the heir to Jordan. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that didn't really work out too well, but. Because of injury, not not because of his yeah, own doing. But of here's a quote from Ray Allen. I want to see if y'all believe in this. I don't believe in talent. I'm here because I worked hard my entire life. Without that work, no one in this room would know who I am besides my family. So all the kids around the world watch and pay attention and aspire to be like one of us, or even at the stage one day, put in the work and watch the magical ride you'll go on. So do y'all believe that talent is not a real thing? That it's really about hard work. It's natural talent real is what I'm I asking. Think, yeah. I think it is real, but hard work is just as important as it. I mean, you can go to a gym and you could see a young kid. He may have put in that work, but you can tell he has that, that basketball ability. To, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that goes for any sport. You could definitely see if somebody just has it in them. I think hard work outdoes talent any day. Mm-hmm. Right, like if you play is hard. That the K- is yeah, that the KD call? That's KD. Okay. Like if you can have the talent, but if you're not playing hard, you're literally just wasting it. Yeah. So, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Yeah, well, that's a great quote. Uh, it is a great, it is a great quote. <laughs> that's yeah. essentially what Ray Allen is trying to say. I right. get the message, but talent is definitely real. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, you know, situation where people don't take advantage of their talent. And uh, it's only so I, I believe there's only so far talent can take you. Right. Um, that's why we have so many people that's highly drafted in the NBA, but then don't amount to shit mm-hmm. because the talent probably got them that far. But the hard workers would make you the Kobe Bryant, the yeah. LeBron James, because at some point, all of those dudes were the man in high school. Right? right. But, you know, when you get to the NBA, it's a different level. But, um Yeah. I, like Mike said, that's kind of like anything, like any sport, but anything in, in life. Like, you, you got to work hard. I'm, I'm thinking about it as far as, like, 
in, in sports, I think natural talent is real because there there are players that you can see like man, that's that just looks so effortlessly, and that, that could be because of hard work. But a lot of times when I watch LeBron play, I mean, the dude was a chosen one out of high school. But I think about it as much as like singing goes. There are people that naturally are given a nice voice. Do y'all think singing is something that you work on? Yeah. Like you can, yeah. can you can you become? Ex- there's vocal exercises yeah. you can do probably like. Really? I might yeah. sound stupid. You have it's to like not tone your vocals. Want, but you, y'all probably get you can exercise your lungs so you can have reach those higher pitches. I know like a that. singer. Yeah. Y'all know I know a singer. Yeah. And she had There's has no a picture. nice voice, but still took vocal lessons to. But I, I mean, like for somebody that can't sing, can they go to classes and become a? They can definitely great improve. singer. I, I don't know. They can improve. What type of singer they trying to be? Like I don't think like it's different type of singing. So like they want to sound like Kelly Clarkson. You, you, your voice don't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some voices that's like you yeah, can't. You're very limited. You can't you're copy. limited to it, but you could definitely probably improve to where it doesn't sound terrible. Because like when players are struggling, if they do those hustle plays like that, that, that overlooks. Going. That overlooks their struggling. Like For some people, some people do a lot of shit that you can't teach. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Part of talent is IQ. Yeah, I mean, you can teach the game of basketball. But some people are just naturally gifted. Like, I got to be at this point at this time because I know this is going to happen. IQ is something that maybe can't be taught too much. Because to be honest with you, I, I don't know where my vision came from. <laughs> I, right. I used to think about that in high school. I felt like, you know, when I be feeding you that rock. <laughs> you know, it's cra- I remember a, dr- a drill that your dad made us do back in the day. The pen? The pen thing Yeah, for, the- for your peripheral visions. Yeah. You take two pans and you just follow, like you you follow with your eyes or whatever, just to get your peripherals better. But you don't move your head. Yeah, I found when I was in high school, one thing I did have like a really good IQ is is knowing where the rebound would go. Mm-hmm. I just felt like that just and that's not nothing you game. that's I not nothing you practice. It's kind of just came to you. I think that makes a good rebounder. You have to have oh, those yeah. instincts. Yeah. Go ahead and say. Oh, I thought you were about to say. I hate it. I hated that phrase. What? Yeah, a real knack for the ball. Oh, oh. That's a that's a old head. Yeah, that's very old head. Don't saying. tell me I got a knack for the ball. Tell me I can score. And it's funny because you can say that in all the major <laughs> sports. Joking, yeah. A shortstop making a play down the middle of the field, you're like, he's just got a natural knack for the ball. Or a wide receiver going up and getting it, he's got a natural knack for the ball. Like you can just say that about anything. Yeah, some things you really can't teach. Yeah, that's a fact. Because yeah. I didn't when I played baseball, I couldn't hit. Mm-hmm. Contrell couldn't hit either nope. at the start, but then Contrell became he was hitting he was little as hell hitting home runs. That shit was crazy. But see you later. I had um an arm that comes from practice. No, no yeah, the hitting came yeah, the hitting comes from practice. Yeah, but like my the arm that I had, I didn't practice that. So do y'all agree with AI that some practice isn't important? I don't think AI <laughs> that's not meant that's, that. that's not what he meant. Definitely not. What he was that's saying. not what he meant. Go go watch it. All right. That's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he said. He said, Cause people y'all talking about practice, message, message. but not the actual game that I go out there and put my blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. into. Why was he saying that? Because they asked him, why do he like not show up to practices? I want you to go back and watch it. That's your homework, okay? <laughs> you got to look at what Allen Iverson was. He was a six-foot guard that went down with the towers, which means that he got his body beat every single night. If you ask me, I think he's warranted to take practices off. If he's going out every single day, and he was averaging 30-plus. Yep. And then he get into the locker room, take off his sleeve, and there's bumps and bruises under because he got his ass beat out Shaq that game. He did it on the offensive end. He was a pretty good defender for six foot, uh, at least in the passing lanes. He did in the passing lanes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay, in the passing lanes he was there. But, yeah, when he's saying Allen Iverson is not where he was if he didn't practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just about timing and everything. Mm-hmm. That goes into that. With the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. got a few 
questions I want to ask y'all. Let's hear it. So, out of all four of these names, besides Mo Cheeks, because I know a lot of the young people don't even know Mo Cheeks, so he's you're just going to send I love. know Mo Cheeks more as a coach, coach than, exactly. than so a player. So, going to send love to Mo Cheeks. But the four pe- the four players that a lot of the viewers going to know, Ray Allen, Grant Hill, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, it, the one name that a lot of people ain't going to be sure about or know about is Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. And part of it is due to his injury um, stint in his career. So, I want to ask y'all. Does Grant Hill being a Hall of Fame with this resume, <clears throat> rookie of the year? Remember that? Well, I don't remember that, but I know that. With Jason Kidd. Oh, was this, that was that year? Yeah. Okay. Seven-time All-Star. Mm-hmm. Five-time All-NBA. Does it tell you what teams, though? What, with five-time all Yeah, if he was, like, first team this many times, or you don't got that. It, no, it's, it's split, fine. It's split. It ain't all first team. Okay. That's why it's five All-NBA. Um, career numbers. Of 16.7 points, six rebounds, and four assists, and one steal. Y'all keeping up? Yeah. With 48 percentage, shooting percentage, field goal percentage, whatever. Right? His injuries took him basically five seasons away from his career. Right. Does that open up the door for a guy who was a three-time All-Star, all NBA once, rookie of the year and the youngest MVP ever. Uh, yeah, I knew that's where it was going with that because one. Because the reason I asked this is because Grant Hill, as good of a player he was before his injuries, basically a modern day Greek freak. Um, he's never been an MVP. Mm-hmm. He's not. A, he wasn't a part of some crazy historical team. Uh, he got the prestige from being a Duke player, but I mean, if he was able to get into the Hall of Fame. Derrick Rose, his career averages are still 18.9 points, 3.6 rebounds, and 5.7 assists. The youngest MVP, does that open up the – and he's only 29. He'll turn 30 I, on KB's birthday. So. Shout out to October 4th. I think so. Because another thing that goes into that Hall of Fame, it may not always just be stats. It's a lot of it has to do with impact. And I think Derrick Rose definitely impacted, especially in the area, the Chicago area. We got to take into account their college careers too, their Olympic That's team yeah, careers. That from Duke. Um, there's so much. Yes, I think. Yeah, I think it does open the door. And I don't think this was the the reason why, but like just Derrick Rose's resume should be enough for him to be able to make it. Not saying I don't know if he's a first ballot one because Grant Hill wasn't first ballot. Mm-hmm. You know, it took him a couple years to really get incorporated. But I think he will make the Hall of Fame because it's so lenient. There are players out there like Chris Webber who probably should be a Hall of Fame and it's not, but. A lot of people in the Hall of Fame may not, Ralph Sampson is a Hall of Famer. If we being real, he may not deserve to be there. That's what I love about our sport so much in basketball. Really? Because I think that's the I think the Hall of Fame is the worst thing about the NBA. No, oh, I, this, I basketball. I love it because people are going to look at these Hall of Famers down the line and they're going to ask, why is he a Hall of Famer? And what they're going to do is they're going to go and do their research and they're going to figure out that all. Oh, that's why. That's what's going to happen in like 20 years. Derrick Rose, a three-time mommy. All-Star. Yep. What was so good about this guy? Let me go look at him. Oh, whoa. Shit. That's that's Derrick Rose? Okay. Tracy McGrady? Oh, my gosh. Grand Hill before the injuries? That's what I love because if you don't do that, what's going to happen is these great players who careers went off without from out without their control, they'll get lost. They'll get lost. They will just simply get lost. I re-looked up Ralph Sampson's resume. Come on, man. That man's a Hall of Famer. Four All-Stars, Rookie of the Year. Three-time ACC Player of the Year. It's probably his college resume that really got him over the hump. That's exactly what it is. Um, 
But he, you know, he had injuries and everything too. Like he, he falls in this category where injuries really hurt his career. I think Derrick Rose is going to be a Hall of Famer one day. I, I believe so too. Is it going to be three, four years after he retired? Like Are you the other guys? Maybe guys? not. I don't even think they care. Yeah, because they they've been through so much just getting on there. Whether it's the first, second, however they get it, they they just want to be on that to know that they aren't forgotten about. And that to me is is good because when you look at baseball, baseball is tough to get into Cooperstown. Um, and uh, Derrick Rose got Illinois Mr. Basketball, mm-hmm. two world, uh, two Olympic gold medals, um, McDonald's All American. That, that's his resume, Memphis, and it, it's still championship his freshman year. It's still like, some stuff that's going on in his career. He's still got a couple more years left. I'm not. He's never going to get back to MVP caliber. Our last memory of him at like. Shooting seventy percent from three for me. Full, well, yeah. Besides that, one, <laughs> like full strength—not full strength, but like the last big ver- version that we had of him was the eighteen and four and four as the third option to try and offense. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> maybe that was you, but yeah, I remember that day, those days. <laughs> like he was, like he was. That's, he that's was pretty good, I remember that move he had on thing Mike Conley. Oh yeah, when he Real fucked quick him up. Move. <laughs> yeah. That's like, dread hair rolls. That's yeah. he. He was still he's still a, a double digit score. Like this time, this past year with Cleveland, that was just a, a disaster. That was a mistake. Yeah. He didn't fit that team. That team didn't fit as a whole. That team didn't fit nothing. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> one of the most. They said Brian Higgle some players ever, and I think they surprised. My idea, in my mind, is that they sold him a dream. Probably during that time, like yo, you leave, you can leave the team, just get it right. We're gonna we're gonna need you in the finals. Shipped his ass off. After they realized how what, what mess they created, mm-hmm. then went to Timberwolves, and we got to see some flashes and all star. I mean, all star game. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, a little ahead of yourself. <laughs> that that old, you know what I mean? Some of those sparks and that yeah, quickness. So that yeah. yeah. So if we can get that for a full season on a bigger scale, because Jamal Crawford is not a Timberwolf, um, we make it get a 13, 14 point season out of Derrick Rose. The funny thing about Derrick Rose is that like. There are people on Twitter that like it's over with, wrap it up, yada yada yada. Yeah. But the NBA players in the league still respect Derrick Rose as if he was the prime Derrick Rose. Yeah. Because they know. Basketball season is finally back. And you know what that means? It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember... There'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. They, yep. they really know. Mm-hmm. that like he Even at this point, he may be super hard to guard. Let's say it's He will work your ass still. Yeah. And I know we give a lot of Derrick Rose love on here. It's hard not to, honestly. It is it's deserved, though. Yeah. Um, another thing. Shouts out to Bleacher Report, our peoples. Shout out. I've I seen a little thing they did about Hall of Fame 
these Hall of Fame players comparisons to the people that's in the league right now. And I've just seen some. I want to know y'all thoughts on a few of them. Steph, the Steph Curry to Steve Nash is just. That is what it is. It's, it's, it fit. It, yeah, it, it just it makes a lot of sense. Steve Nash um, wasn't the high volume three point shooter, but he was definitely that's one when of they the. Flip. Curry ain't the assist man that Nash is, and Nash ain't the score. Mm-hmm. But they still got the same type of tempo and pace and yep, style. Yep. Um, makes a lot of sense to me. Steph Curry, when he got with Mark Jackson, started watching a lot of Steve Nash. But yeah, uh, that athleticism, it's not like you know they're gonna dunk the ball, but that balance, speed, pace, and all that speed, that yeah. deals into it. Clay Thompson, Ray Allen. Mm, yes. Yeah. Fits perfectly, if you ask me. And because Clay Thompson is one of the best shooters we've ever seen, but he's he also is sneaky athletic. On and pace to be a better shooter than Ray Allen, too. As far as three-pointers made or stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, but, yeah, Ray Allen has – Ray Allen's athleticism was really sneaky in his prime. He yeah. literally would just dunk. That's the only That's thing the about, one about Ray Allen about it. is that, like, we've got to see him without the big three. Mm-hmm. We've yet to see Clay without Golden State. Maybe next Which I'm hoping we'll possible. get to later in the show. Oh, trust me. I, I got a question. Jason Kidd. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Already? It's, I mean, as far as like modes of each other, sure, that makes sense. I'm hoping that's where they're going. In the in the article that Bleach Report made, they did watch what they were saying okay. because they said they they you know highlighted that it's still very early for Lonzo coming right. out. Yes, but as far as like really comparisons, there is nobody that is compared better to Jason Kidd than the overall game than Jason. I mean, in Lonzo right now, yeah. both big point guards because Jason Kidd was big when he came in. Ace and Kidd when, when it comes to Lonzo, yeah, not they, a, not a really like solidified score. Then they put in the end that you know hopefully Lonzo can develop the three point consistency that Jason Kidd did. If that's the case, then sure, I agree with he that. Will baby, I got faith. Yeah, yeah I don't know. You got you got so much faith. You named faith. yourself after him, Mister Lamike. Um, Grand Hill, Greek Freak. Perfect. I mean, it is just perfect. If y'all don't know, go watch Grand Hill with the Detroit Pistons early in his career. You'll see exactly what it is. Point forwards, going coast to coast off the rebound, dunking on people, jump shot, not non-existent. Do they have one for Mo Cheeks? No. Okay. Mo, you know, Mo Cheeks, most people know him as a coach. Right. <laughs> uh, but Mo Cheeks was a Did he get in primarily based on his playing career or his culture? Because even in his culture, they weren't like, yeah, because in his culture, he wasn't really like. But I know most of the people that's watching don't know the coach. But it's, he got in from playing. <laughs> he definitely got in from playing. He, he had a, did he get a, he won a championship with Philly, didn't yeah, he? Philly. The, the championship with Philly. Um, so that should be Mo a, that's a good line. point guard. Yeah, Doc big Rivers point guard too, right? point guard. Um, six, six, oh, he's only 6'1". What am I thinking about big point guard from early, maybe 80s, 90s? Big point guard. They used to back people down. Never mind. Maybe, you ain't they, thinking about Magic Johnson. No, 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 no. Not Magic. Um, not Magic. Okay. Anyway, um, we got actually have. Oh, you thinking about. Uh, somebody, you remember team, that? You remember, I don't remember. You remember that old joke I used to tell you? Somebody that used to bring the ball oh, up the court uh, but back them down? I know you're talking about. That was Mark Jackson, wasn't it? Mark Jackson. That's what I'm thinking about. Mark Jackson used to bring the ball up the court oh, yeah. and just How back him down. Hey. So, how tall? I don't know. What, what the but he's big. He yeah, may not be tall. Mark Jackson was like 6'3. Okay. Um, I got I'll some questions from the fans. Can y'all believe it? Okay. Actual questions from the fans that make it to through the wire. Hey, okay. This first one's not specifically from a fan, but I saw it. And Do I was, we have any repeats? Like, they asked questions before and they've been on the show? Or they were all new? I don't know. We're about to find out? We're about to find out. The first question is not from a specific person, but it's something I saw and I thought it was worth discussing. Do the Golden State Warriors rings mean less to y'all? 
I don't think it means less, but it's it's not that much excitement. It's like you already know what's happening. At the end of the day, when Draymond Green retires, are you going to look at him like, hey, he's got X amount of rings, but some of that was with KD. No, so no. it doesn't matter as no, much. No, because I, I mean, before KD even got there, I was like a fan of Draymond Green, and I realized how good he was. The stats weren't always done. Right. But you could tell his he's impact. Not a stat guy. He's, he's not yeah, a stat he, guy. The impact on the court was amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's something you got to physically watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Love Clay Thompson. I love the Golden State Warriors. I don't love them now, but those rings won't be looked at as the same. That's it. Forget what I think, how I look at them. They, but they won't be viewed like that. You know, that, if, if we keep it a thousand, it won't be. I was talking to KB yesterday, and mm-hmm. I was talking about the Golden State Warriors being at a point where any anytime they get a shooter, it don't matter who they are, we look down on it. When they sign Jonas Shireko. Everybody was like, damn, they got yeah. another one. But if, <laughs> like I told him, if he signed with Cleveland, nobody, nobody was saying nothing about yeah. it. But yeah, like, like forget what any of us up here personally think about the Warriors thing. It won't be viewed th- that way. Which is, which is stupid to me. That's why I brought it up. Because I figured that you would be the person to be like, nah, they don't worry to sign. And the reason it's stupid to me is because this team, Bob Myers built this team. Yeah. Yeah. He drafted very well with Draymond in the second round. Klay Thompson at number 11. Yeah. And then Steph Curry at 9 or 8, 9, 7. Yeah, but we're not talking about their team. We're talking about the championship. Right, right. But, okay, so that's the framework for what their team got. That first ring, beautiful ring. Beautiful, beautiful ring. And then they do enough. They do enough to entice one of the best players in, the, in this generation to join their team. That may be that, for me. I think that's harder than it may have looked. Sure, Kevin Durant just wanted to win games and everything more, or win a championship, not games, because he was winning games. But Bob Myers did that. Yeah, you know, like he did that. And I'm glad you brought up the point that like they built their team. It's their dynasty. They they literally did what most other teams do. They build from their their draft. Picks. What people can dream of doing. Yeah, build from their draft picks and then and get, sign a superstar. Yes, that's all they did. But it's just if the Bulls did so that, good. I'd be I'd be super happy with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? yeah. Of like course. It, they they basically did everything perfect. Their blueprint but y'all was perfect. Be sitting up here. Lying to yourselves if y'all said that people aren't going to look at that. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. The first ring. The first ring. I I don't. I I don't think that they play the starting point guard. Matthew Delvadova. It's not a starting. I know. I know. I know. No, no, no. I'm no, no, no. I know you agree. He's not a starting point. Like Mike Conley with the Grizzlies, Patrick Beverly with the Rockets. Um, Like they didn't play a starting point guard, and I'm not saying star star starting starting. Mike, Con- oh, he didn't date. Oh, you said that those people were injured. Is yeah. was- oh, okay. You remember that playoff run when Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt? I know. Yeah. I remember the championship. That they played, but I remember. Yeah. Mike Conley injury makes a lot of sense to me. Um, you need, I ain't got to fact check it. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I'm just being real. Um, I know a lot of people talk about that, uh, especially with the Kevin Love and Kyrie part. But that's that, you could tell that that that's like, that had a big part in that series, right? Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's, I, I, I'm not yo. Because LeBron saying, still won two games, and I'm not. I'm saying I haven't even given my personal opinion. I'm telling you what the facts is. Is what is this what it is? Like I, I don't even have to give my opinion because it don't even matter. I'm telling you what the people gonna think, like and what the people say. Like that's they give they put an asterisk on it. That's why we having this conversation because y'all know that they put an asterisk on it, which yeah. is for me is just stupid. And then the next following season, Kyrie and Kevin Love was there and they lost. Which made people all open up their eye a little bit more. Like, damn, they, you know what I'm saying? Um, Still was a seven game series. Seven games. Yeah, it was. Great, and then, Dr- and then Draymond went, was out for a game because of uh, one of the great best series, series I've ever seen, honestly. Yeah. Um, one of the best series I've ever seen. And then, you know, Kevin Durant coming to the picture. So a lot of people going to put the actions. The way they built it, beautiful. I mean, what the fuck? I, as a basketball fan, everything about the Warriors is good. But 
people gonna look at it with a funny yeah. eye. So like LeBron, years. like LeBron said. When they asked him, what's the difference between this Warriors team and the one you played the year before? And he said, KD. Yeah. That was, really that was only it. This, okay, so in 10 years, when through the wide 10-year anniversary comes up, we look back in the Golden State Warriors. They got four right now, right? Yeah. If they have six, do y'all, are we picturing them as the greatest dynasty of all time? Yeah. Including yeah, the way they, I with, think Boogie, with Boogie on their roster? He won't be on their roster. No, no, but just if they do win one with this year with Boogie and then he leaves or whatever. Just saying they have six. Who, no matter who's there, they have six championships. Are we looking at them as the greatest dynasty of all time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what dynasty is bigger, better? Probably, a lot of people going to say Chicago Bulls. A lot of people would say Chicago, but I don't even. A lot of people going to say Chicago Bulls. Six and no. It is. That, it that's is. Gonna, gonna the way I think enough. about it is that. NBA championship is like the hardest thing you can get. There's teams in the league that never won an NBA championship. But for that team to be so good that they can almost go 16 and own the playoffs and take it home multiple years, Mm -hmm. it's just ridiculous. So the the biggest things I can think of, there's that Boston Celtic team from the 60s, 70s with Bill Russell. Obviously, they won 11 damn rings. There's a Bulls team. There would be this Warriors team that made it. Greatest team ever. Because. Which which one, the Bulls? The Bulls because. The 72 team. With the ring, yeah. Put the ring. That that's seventy three and nine without the ring. Don't mean boy, shit. Yeah, boy, don't mean boy, shit. Boy, 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 if they would have won it that year, shit. The um, San Antonio Spurs mm-hmm. won five rings in X amount of time. What am I missing? Something the Lakers team, the, I, the Shaq that, Lakers team. I don't know if I would Lakers. count that as a dynasty because it was three. Oh, hell yeah, that's a dynasty. Three in a row. But no, no, maybe okay. Let me rephrase that. They are a dynasty, but I don't think we should be looking at them as the greatest dynasty because there are dynasties that have more. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. They, yes, they're definitely a dynasty with with three championships. One hundred percent a dynasty. Wanted, Fifteen and one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm glad you corrected me because I knew the comment section was going to be on my ass if you didn't. So yes, they are a dynasty, but they may not be looked at as one of the greatest dynasties ever because they got three instead of five or six or eleven. It's definitely going to be a top, if not the first dynasty. My first yeah, question, man. real it break my heart that my my bad to cut you off. No, it's not good. But yo, Steph Curry. Steph Curry was ki- like he still be killing, mm-hmm. but like during that moment, like before KD came, when they was like when they first played LeBron those first two years, even when they lost, Curry was on some crazy yeah. shit. Like, and every night we had Curry takeover, but now we don't get it every night. Yeah, which is so we were spoiled. We get you get somebody takes over every night, right? KD it's just not him. Play all the time. Steph, it, why, but they his, take turns. His was different. His was just different because the ankle injuries. Could have had the greatest MVP season ever. When you see real. him, you don't see. It's not like a six ten, seven foot dude like Durant. Yeah. He ain't built like LeBron. He regular as hell. He changed the game with a three point shot. <laughs> that's fun, that's a funny. Uh, yeah, it's, it's right. No, he's it's a right. hell of a finish at the rim. Don't forget that. People talk about his three point shooting, but he's one of the best finishers at the rim. He's regular as hell as far yeah, as body that's type. People kill that's me fun. when they say all the, all he does is shoot threes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's literally one of the best. Finishers. And if people been watching for a long time, he's been a household name since college. But I just don't know. How he old people, that's the important part. Because I be talking to people who watch our show. They're like, yeah, I was born in 2004. Like, damn, you making me feel old. Yeah, um, I, yeah I think about that a lot. Steph Curry has came a long way. Dude, people in college right now were born in the 2000s. That is crazy. That is crazy to me. Make you feel old. Very old. And we're not. We're really not old. That's all In I the grand scheme of things. Next one comes from JB who says, ahead of this new season, what teams are each of you excited to watch that many fans may not be? So obviously we're excited to watch the Lakers, the Warriors, and so on and so forth. But what is an underrated team that you're excited to watch? Not saying they're going to be very good, but excited to watch. I'll go first since I already know my yes. answer. It's the Nets. 
always it's been a Nets for the past couple of years. Um, it's just something about that team that I like. I like Kenny Atkinson, and then I really like Jared Allen too. Uh, Utah Jazz. I want to see what they can continue what they did last year and build off of that. It's not a bad pick because I don't know many people are literally rewatching Utah because no. their games are very grinded. They may not be super exciting to watch, but they're very good NBA. People team. don't really know about them until the playoffs. Yeah. And then they realize, oh, this team is pretty good. But they've been good all year. Y'all think they're going to supplement that hype from last year? Y'all think they're going to come out and be just as good? I, I, as a basketball fan, I hope so. Because it, yeah. make, it makes this, the West that, more, that much more. I hope Jay Crowder has a big season. It's possible. I feel like he's going to go back to being that 3 and D guy. He yeah. did. He did. As soon as he went there, he did. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's something about Cleveland that just brought everybody career down. The motivational like aspect of it. He didn't probably want to play. And I feel like he really fits that jazz system. He does. Mm-hmm. Like he's they're, a, they're, they're turning into a really gritty team. Yeah. Shouts out to who, who's the overlooked person? Joe Ingles. She asked me. Who's the overlooked person? <laughs> Ricky Rubio? Oh, my gosh. Rudy Gobert. All the players. Who's, Why is Rudy Gobert? Nobody's well, overlooking Rudy Gobert. He won defensive player of the year. Y'all, y'all only naming the players. Oh. oh, I thought we was talking players <laughs> on the court. Yeah, well, yeah, Quinn Snyder. Yeah, yeah for Quinn sure. Snyder's a hell of a coach. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Phoenix Suns. I was going to say the same Devin thing. Booker. I was going to um, say the same thing. They're on my, they were on my list the as well. The way it's looking up, they, they're going to have them do the James Harden experiment, point guard type thing. I think that would be interesting. Um, they finally have a direction besides Devin Booker, which is nice. Uh, Aiden. So we should be expecting. We, we are you know expecting some growth. I would, like that's a really good way to put it. Put it because they've they've had picks. They've had young people on their team, but you never really seen the direction they were going into until yeah. now. That's so why now I also was going to add the Suns in there. Guard and hopefully some type of. I don't want to say dominant. That's a, but a force. That, that's what they hoping for. Dominant. Um, but maybe not year one. Definitely. So I like them. What was the other team that crossed my? Oh, and the uh, Hawks. The Hawks. Oh, Trey Young. Yeah, trade it down for Trey Young. Let's see. Um, we gonna look at that. Trade I'm, I'm excited years. to look at Dallas too. Dallas. You yeah. brought them up a decent amount on the show mm-hmm. recently because Dennis Smith Jr. I, lo- I love watching them play. Okay. And with DeAndre Jordan and um, Luka. Luka, I think yeah, they definitely should. Have been up. They could be but a sneaky, they the they be a sneaky playoff team. <laughs> what happened? What? You really hey, some funny shit. Oh, you talking about? Oh, I thought you were talking about Derek. Right. I'd said they didn't. Y'all didn't mention a franchise player. Who Harrison Barnes? <laughs> their Dirk, franchise player for Dirk, twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know if they're a sneaky playoff team though. <laughs> Maybe they surprise me, but I don't look at that roster and think playoffs. That bench is not that good after JJ Barea. You better put some respect on Dwight Powell, man. He got to show me some. But then again, I didn't watch much Dallas Mavericks last year, so maybe he showed the league something I just wasn't there to. The Bucks in. are going to be exciting. Yeah, for sure. Giannis and Brooke Lopez. I, I wouldn't even mention Brooke Lopez as the number hand two. Bu- hand me the Bucks. Oh, God, yeah. I almost wore Bucks jersey on today's show. Hey, give me that jersey. It's laundry day too. Mike know all that too well. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. The Bucks, the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks can be exciting. The Bulls. I, I'm really Shout excited for the Bulls. Bulls. We we leaning on you to make them bucks right now. It used to be that much better. Nick said, which Golden State Warrior player has the highest chance of not being on the roster come 2019? Clay Thompson. Thompson. Really? I still think it's Boogie. Yeah. That, Definitely it's, Boogie. It's not even a question. Yeah. Boogie. What the fuck are y'all? Y'all threw Clay it, Thompson out real fast. Not who y'all want fast. to see. Not who y'all But which are, percentage? Yeah, no, like, I think if they, just, if they take the chance on Boogie for a long term and they don't have the money to pay, enough money to pay Clay but I think that's if, a humongous if. If it I'm Bob a, Myers, I'm t- I'm gonna take the guy exactly that's been there. Most, yeah, that's understandable too. But if Boogie's on his ass in that purple and gold, which I, I want I'm to. on his ass in a different jersey. Period. Me too. If Boogie's dominant when he comes back from his injury, 
I, I think don't know how no realistic that is, though. You got to go with the best player. Boogie's the best player of the two. Shit. You're absolutely right, but. And if he's out playing Clay, why wouldn't you go with him? But they have one without Boogie's. You're right. Goddamn Zaza was their start. So the goddamn JaVale McGee won a ring as this. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. If Boogie is Boogie, the only thing they've ever lacked was inside presence. Now you have the presence. On paper, Clay is replaceable. Yeah. On paper. I'm I'm not saying he's replaceable. I'm just saying on paper. What player is going to guard your best player and also be the greatest shooter? Well, you got a, you already have, you have a good defensive period, a team, period. Yeah. So they, they'll lean on the fact that they're just, as long as they don't get no fucking. Isaiah Thomas and put him at the shoot guard. <laughs> He'll, He'll, be be right. He'll be all right. Next question comes from somebody whose name I can't pronounce. Shivat? Shivat? What player's resume gets a lot better if you add one ring? Allen Iverson. Oh, I guess so. I was thinking more current player. Oh, Carmelo. Carmelo. Current player? I was about to say Carmelo. I was thinking Chris Paul when I originally read yeah, this question. Chris Paul, Melo. Give me that Chris Paul name. No. Hand it up. Hand it up. No, I'm joking, Chris. You, you gonna I'm right at, here. We, we depending on you to beat the damn Warriors, okay? Especially if it was last Stay year. Oh, my gosh. I he's past his prime. I would have cried. You know, no, I take that back. You know who needs the ring? Russell Westbrook. So all y'all can shut the hell up. Okay, there are a Russell lot of players Westbrook. that could that could benefit from ring, but uh, Ooh, Russell win a ring, y'all gonna be mad with this Warriors team. They mad. Last question I have comes from Mo Bamba, not the Mo Bamba, but a Mo Bamba fan because I, mm-hmm. I, I know you watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. If you watch uh, Iggy, I know Iggy was out there looking for podcasts, and a lot of people put him on. Um, hit us up, bro. Just talk to us for a little bit. Mo Bamba says. Is there anything that happened over the last few years that you would love to see a 30 for 30 on? Oh, it's, it's an evident one. The Cavs? That was my first one. Oh. The, the Cavs from last year, because that thing's just like a shit storm. Russell Westbrook. I mean, Kevin Durant, Russ Hart. We need the 30 for 30 on that. Figure out what happened. I think I think the biggest one for them is I probably. Mean, we kind of know. What we happened, know what happened. We just want to dive in. A lot of the 30 for 30, we know what happened. You just take you on a deeper dive. The reason I said it was the 30 for 30 for the cast, because we literally don't know what, what the hell was going on in that yeah. locker room that made them so bad. So, because, like, on paper, people were like, damn, this team's about to compete with the Warriors. Yes, bro. And they we didn't. Were, when we were, we were first starting the season, we were looking at the Cavs roster. Like, they so deep. Yeah. yeah Rose. They got something. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, yeah. Fucking Isaiah Thomas when he comes back. I mean, he was just an MVP candidate the year is. before. He's putting all those type of people with that prestige and ego into one room, and you're trying to have them. I'll figure it out. That's and Isaiah Thomas thought he was like the man immediately. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like I like Isaiah Thomas so much. It, I'm, he pissed me off when he was doing all that damn talking. Every time he talk, I get mad. It's like, bro, you you all you, you don't even have to talk. You don't have to talk. Nuggets guaranteed the playoff. Like, <laughs> you ain't learned. Yeah, lesson, that's some bold stuff, bro. I, I, if I was a player, I can't say that. I could be teammates with LeBron. And I'm still not saying guaranteed nothing. <laughs> Like Derek said, guarantee. What did Derek guarantee on the show like a month ago? Some, wow. Some, some, some team made the playoffs. The Lakers. I think it was the Lakers were going to make the playoffs. No. Nah, no, because you know, no, it was that, something bold, bro. It was something bold. he be talking bro, to? I can't remember what it is. Yo, just like, did y'all see the clip of the, the, what the fans said? Which one? When he said LeBron Oh, twice, yeah, yeah. And he swore he didn't say it? I didn't remember. I, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt because I was like, eh. But it, I guess it didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Cause that, it's going to kill me that I can't remember what he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. It was about some team making the playoffs. I don't remember. 
You were saying some some team's gonna be a top three seed. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, no, no, no. It was something because they remember Jalen Brown said he guaranteed that the Celtics. Yes. Are in the finals. He said that he can guarantee the Celtics are in the NBA finals this year. Yeah, That's what it was. You still holding on that? I am. Okay. <laughs> Guaranteed it. Yeah, y'all heard KD and LeBron song? Yes. No. Yeah, I did. What y'all think? KD can spit. I mean, I'm not saying he got bars, LeBron, but like his Your ass needs to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, like Kevin Durant and Bear show ass like that. Kevin Durant was actually spinning some stuff. LeBron is rapping like he can't read. <laughs> the flow. The man just always spit out his water over there. <laughs> Bro, the, the flow, we destined to be great. Like, I'm like, boy, rapping you don't like get that, that pity pat rap out of here, yeah, boy. They no. said it was going to be on 2K, but it didn't make it, though. Not this really? 2K, but when it, around the time. Who said that? That's some, that sounded like some Twitter yeah, shit. Yeah, Twitter. Exactly. I was watching, um, it was a video on YouTube. Oh, okay. Crazy. That's just as bad. I, I mean, two videos. It wasn't like it was just some a random guy right there talking. It was. It looked like they had a Hey, LeBron said something about dusting off the chrome, too. Y'all better not play with LeBron. Shining the chrome. We get the chrome shining. Y'all don't play with him. Pop, pop, pop. Oh. Uh, See, I'm so I'm such a nerd. I'm still thinking basketball terms are like the chrome. I thought he was is he talking, talking about, about his no, rings? I, I don't think about bringing out the chrome and then he was coming back to rap. That's well, what I, I, I don't know, know what my man's be over. <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking hey, about. Hey, we gonna send our love to KG as well. He's the one that's accounting for seventy seven million dollars. Can you imagine somebody taking seventy-seven million dollars away from you? And honestly, that probably didn't hurt him too much. He's one of the most paid and, and players in history. Me, you didn't notice it till now. <laughs> I wish I had that type of contract. <laughs> Give me a, a, a small percentage of that. We live it, bro. How do you not notice seventy-seven million? You know? That's how, how can you be stupid enough? To steal seventy seven, yeah, million. Couple, like you, somebody ain't gonna notice. If you, they see, if they see you had a deposit of seventy seven million into no, the it was over time, yeah, it was oh, over time. Oh, okay. But, but I'm sure I, you can make it away with one million. You gonna yeah. be like, shit, He's, <laughs> this, this motherfucker said twenty, <laughs> fifteen, seven. You may be able to get away from taking a million from KG. He may not even care <laughs> after the big check he made. Seventy seven million. Some people just greet. Also, the Nuggets turned down, the Nuggets GM turned down the Philadelphia 76ers interview. Yeah, he did. Would y'all have done that? No, I would take the interview, even if I don't really want the job. You never know what's yeah. going to happen from it. If you were the Nuggets GM and I'm offering you the Sixers position, which one you take it? With the same salary and everything? Even if I'm giving you less. I'm, I'm going to stay with my money maker, honestly. Yep. I was saying Denver, they pay me with money. But you can build up your resume with the Sixers. It is also to go get another job with the bigger bag down the line. But I understand what y'all say. I think he's doing a pretty good job in I Denver. I think he is too. And he probably don't, that's that's another thing. He probably don't want to go into a situation where he didn't necessarily build, build and, it. And right now, with the Philadelphia 76ers are, if the newest GM comes in and they end up not winning a ring down the line, they're going to look at him they're and curse his name. Yeah, they're going to be scrutinized. Yeah. Yeah. In Denver, there's not much pressure. Lose, lose. Yeah. If he wins, Sam Hinkie. Yep. If he loses, he won't get the credit. He won't get no credit. So yeah, I, I would stay with Denver just because maybe it's a safer option, and you still got lots of build around. A lot to build around. Kobe, want to see you next year on the Hall of Fame? That everything. Yep. R. P. Mac Miller. Yep. See y'all in NYC.